cue fake pod pet. <laughs> Oops, fuck. It's going to be. I get the feeling it's going to be one of those days. <laughs> cue fake podcast music. Hello and welcome to Michigan and Other Mayhem, the show about Michigan, murder, mysteries, histories, and other random mayhem from around the world. Your hosts are Allie and Jen. Okay, so Jen, what you got today? What do I have today? I have two axe murders. All right, I also have an axe murder, and we can talk about our time throwing axes. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, we threw axes. Yeah. Hatchets. Well, I think of this, okay, they're both axes, but I think the smaller one is a hatchet, Mm -hmm. and then the one that they called the big axe is like like a regular lumberjack. Yeah. Like crazy axe. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, I had fun. So we went to Battle Axe, and it's B-A-T-L. It's short for Backyard Axe Throwing League, and it was in Novi. I want to join the league. I think I'm ready. Yeah, well, they do have um, eight-week leagues if you want to join. It's just for eight weeks, you guys, you know, battle against each other. I think that would be super cool. Yeah, until they didn't want me to be on their team anymore. You don't know. You were really good. You say that like you weren't really good. So... Yeah, I had some good moments. Yeah. I hit a bullseye. Yeah. But if you're not, what I learned about axe throwing, because mm-hmm. there was your husband, mm-hmm. you and me. Yeah. When you're the one sitting out for a period of time, you go back up. It's, it's, you're just starting all over. Oh, no. So see, that end, yeah. I didn't hit one single one at the end. Yeah. And I think it's because I sat there too long or something. Oh, see, that's me. Like, I would go over in my head, like, what I was going to do when I stood up. Because I, I had to do it the special, the special way when you're real special, where you put the pinky underneath the, at the bottom of the hatchet, where you curl up your pinky when yeah. you throw. And once I would, I would sit down and think about it, like, all right, put the hatchet all the way so it's almost touching my back, sling it forward. Once it's at my eye line, let it go. And so I felt like I was, like, really ready when I got up there. And then there was me just sitting around wondering why they don't have coffee and trying like, not to. Did they not have coffee? They didn't have coffee. They had plenty of alcoholic drinks. And I didn't see food at the time, but when I looked up the actual website, mm-hmm. I guess there's places that they are in conjunction with, like a, a certain pizza place and something else that you can order pizza from that place and it'll come to the Battle Axe yeah. area. I have absolutely no idea mm-hmm. how someone could drink yeah. and throw axes. There, there's no way I would ever drink there. Well, probably, I don't even know if I would stand next to somebody that was drinking. All right. Well, I felt pretty safe, and there were some wild throws. Because, like, well, I try, people try to say, oh, how'd it go? And I was like, look, any asshole can throw an axe. You're just, you, any, you could throw anything, right? But it's to throw it properly so that it sticks in the target in front of you. That's the trick. And I think the lady that was next to us looked terrified. She threw her the axe every time the way I threw the big axe, which I felt like I just flung it away from me because the big axe for some reason scared the crap out of me. And I swear it was absolute luck that it stuck inside. <laughs> yeah, I got like yeah, a three-point throw or something like that. Mine stuck at the bottom of the board. Just, no point. Yeah, still, but dang it, it stuck. Right? <laughs> so yeah, that's how I felt the lady next to us spent the whole time just terrified of the axe. I did think at the beginning when we they were teaching, so they sit there and they teach you. At the beginning, we weren't sticking it to the board oh, at I, all. I missed it completely. And I really did have this moment where I'm on the other side, like, ready to throw, thinking to myself, your coffee's behind you. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I was looking for? Yeah. <laughs> um, 
that I thought we were going to spend a whole entire hour and never stick anything to the board. Like, I really thought that's where where we were going. And then all of a sudden, we're sticking it. And I'm like, thank goodness. And then it really pissed me off when I got up there at the end. And my last throws were just, just garbage. garbage. Throws. Well, I, you and Mike cut on. You cut on right away, and then Mike cut on. I was the last one to catch on, but once I had it figured out, it was a little bit easier for me to... to not that I didn't still throw crazy, but... <laughs> yeah. And I think that the two boards were a little different. Like, the one on the left was softer. Okay. And the one that I threw at, at the end, uh-huh. and what Mike was throwing out, or it was harder. It wasn't as soft when you went up to it. Oh, okay. I didn't notice. Hmm. Yeah, I say I really did. Yeah, but I really enjoyed myself, and I think it was something like I might be wrong though. Forty dollars an hour for the private lessons. Yeah, I think it was like thirty, at least thirty-five. Yeah, and then I think after that, once you, which I totally recommend the lessons if you've never thrown an axe before. Don't think that you could just walk in there and throw an axe to a target. It's harder than you think, and it needs. Yeah. You need some type of, yeah, skill. I was, would continue to have somebody with me. Yeah. I mean, I thought it was cool that you had somebody. I'd pay, even if it was extra, I'd, for a long time, yeah. I would pay to have somebody there. Yeah, well, like, Melina's like, I'd go, I'm like, I would pay for lessons again. I would take another private lesson. I wouldn't mind. And then I think once you're done with your private lessons, it's like $20 a lane for an hour or something like that. Which there could be easily four of you throwing on a lane or, you know. I thought, oh, yeah. Yeah, so I just thought, that's actually not bad. And it seemed to be jumping. Oh, my goodness, was it busy? Yeah. I think it's a place, too, because yeah. it has a bar. Yeah. Like, I would actually go there for drinks, sit yeah. at a table, and watch people throw. throw because yeah. it's absolutely... Like, we had the group to the left of us, and when those women threw, oh, man, it was like, it was comedy. Oh, yeah. Like, I was like, wow, one lady was really into it. Yeah. She wasn't sticking it, but dang it, she was having fun. Oh, heck yeah. And, well, like, two lanes down from that, there were um, two couples playing, two men and two women, and they were just killing it. Like, I'm, I was like, you guys must be practicing for something big. Because yeah. <laughs> they were just up there nailing it. So. It's, it's funny, because I told my dad, I said, this is what it is. It's plywood, and you need to wet it, mm-hmm. and I need a target, and I need little hatchets, and I want them to build. I was like, I would like you to build that and put it on the side of my shed so I can go in my backyard. And throw axes. And throw axes. That would be awesome. Yeah. I would totally do that. So are you going to, What's? do you have a story today? Oh. Involving axes? I do. I have two, but I have the came across this story so i have to tell it to you yeah. it's nothing to do with access it's a story from october 2018 two students at da vinci charter academy in california okay brought sugar cookies to their school okay and gave them to about nine kids and these sugar cookies had a secret ingredient what do you think the secret ingredient was weed no, but I, I, I figured that would be, yeah. you know, you think that, you know, yeah. it's some type of drug. Pot, which is now legal here in Michigan, which I prayed for in the 90s, but now I'm like a little too old for it. My dreams came true about 20 years too late. 20 years too late. Yeah. Nope. One of the students who made the cookies mm-hmm. put their grandfather's ashes in the cookies. On purpose? Yep. Why? Did they want his friends to poop out Grandpa's ashes? I couldn't find, so I couldn't find much detail other than these students were cooperating. They interviewed a few students that ate the cookies and they said that it tastes like sand. So they knew they were eating the Grandpa's ashes? No. Oh. No one knew. 
those two students knew what they did, but you as the person eating the cookie had no idea. Dang. Yeah. But no reason why. I couldn't find a reason why. I couldn't even find the follow-up, like what happened. But, you know, they're kids, so that stuff's not, you know, out in the open. And it's really hard to follow up on kids' stuff. But I laughed because in the news article, it talked about how the police were trying to figure out what California penal code would apply to this situation. <laughs> weren't sure at this point they're just trying to bust the kids let it go they effed up he fed grandpa to his friends it was wrong don't put him in jail for it i couldn't believe he's retarded and young young kids are known for being retarded just let him be retarded (laughs) so to the axe murders yes i looked online i had found 34 murders where an axe was used i didn't know it would be that popular well I actually have a couple of little axe faxes and just know we've been using axes for a minute. Hmm. Yeah. So I, I pulled two of those two of those stories. One was in Connecticut in twenty twelve. Tyree Smith, age thirty five, murdered a homeless man with a hatchet and then ate parts of his body. Wait, what? Yeah. So wait, he's not homeless. He's not homeless. He finds a homeless man. Yep. And he hatchets him to death. Yep. And then eats him. So mental illness? Well, he was found not guilty by insanity and <laughs> got six years in a mental hospital. Yes, I say, it smells like mental illness. Yeah. And then the second one was Victor Licata, L-I-C-A-T-A. This guy, oh man, I couldn't believe this. He killed his father, his mother, two brothers, and a sister with an axe in 1933 in Tampa, Florida. Holy shit, how'd he go after so many people with an axe? I don't know. I need to find out. I looked. I couldn't find much on him. That's so hard. No, like, reasoning, but that could be because he was also found not guilty by insanity and sent to a mental hospital facility. Dang. And then 10, I think it was 1950, yeah. he committed suicide. He hung himself. What? Yeah. That sounds so interesting. So now, but I couldn't find much detail on on him. It was in 1933, though. Well, I told you about that time uh, for the slaughterhouse on the prairie. I tried to look up the senator who tortured his daughter to death Mm -hmm. in the 1800s. Do you know how hard it is to search Kansas newspapers from the 1800s? Yeah, I think that's where you have to go and... You sit at the library old school with those slides. Well, I sat there old school going through the old newspapers looking for keywords. Hmm. Holy crap. Let's just say I quit after about an hour. (laughs) Okay, I also actually have an axe death here in Michigan. Mm -hmm. It's the hatchet death of Amar Al-Yassari. So on February 4th, 2009, Amar Al-Yassari was found dead in his home in, like, mid-Michigan, around the Holt area. He was 35 years old, and it was his wife, Badura Aliasari, who was 28 years old at the time, that dialed 911. So when a police arrived at the Aliasari home, Badura was screaming, help me, help me, to the police. She told him that her husband was inside and needed their help. Badura told the police that she wasn't sure if her husband was breathing. All right, that's one of the things she said. But when the police officers entered the home, they found Amar lying in a pool of blood. And to them, it was obviously he was not breathing. Yeah. Yeah. One of those, like, what are you looking at, woman? So when the medical examiners searched his body, they found 24 individual chop wounds 
caused by an axe on his head, face, and neck. The injuries were so harsh that the roof of his mouth was broken off from the rest of his skull. Oh, my God. Yes, dude. His skull itself was in pieces and just kept together by soft tissue. Yeah. Mm. So, and she's like, I don't know if he's breathing. Bitch, he ain't breathing. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Bedour told the um, Ingram County Sheriff's Office that she was having an affair in her first interview with him, but she would not tell who her lover was. And Bedour and her lover had been seeing each other since the summer of 2018, and they broke up once in November before restarting their relationship. Bedour had told her lover that she was getting a, a divorce. So you know how we always say, the husband did it. You know, this time the wife did it. Yeah. So when Bedour wouldn't name her lover, her phone was confiscated, and detectives discovered calls from 27-year-old Jacob Fiker. The police officer also um, received multiple calls from other resources who confirmed the affair. So people were calling in to narc on her like, wow. she, yeah, you know the lady's husband who was just killed? Yeah, well, she's having an affair with this dude, Jacob Fiker. Okay. All right, and um, detectives found text messages from Bedour to Jacob that read, I love you, Jacob Fiker. So a little bit, yeah. Yeah. Jacob had also sent texts to Bedour that said things like, this motherfucker needs to die. Okay. Yeah, so not being wishy-washy. On February 6th, two days after the murder was committed, Jacob Fiker went out to eat at Rocky's Roadhouse in Holt, Michigan, with his roommate, Levi Thompson. So witnesses in the restaurant overheard Jacob telling Levi that he had committed a homicide. He literally said, I committed a homicide. And that he was the devil, calling himself the devil. And Levi later testified that he had thought Bedour, so Levi, Jacob's roommate, thought Bedour was single as Jacob had purchased a wedding ring. And they had written love notes to each other about being together forever. Ooh. Yeah, so he'd assumed that she was single. This, The police were able to use Jacob's bus card as evidence. He rode, Jacob rode the number eight bus from his home to the Eliasari home on the day of the murder. He also no-called, no-showed at work during the day of the murder. And in search of Jacob's, in, the, in a search of Jacob's apartment, police found packaging for an axe whose size and shape matches Amar's wounds. And they also have surveillance tape of Jacob at a Kroger buying an axe. But I just want to... What Kroger has an axe? Yeah. Our Kroger has I have doesn't. never we, seen we an axe at Kroger. Right? We do have a fancy section where they have like blenders and little special kitchen shit, but not an axe. Oh my goodness. I got to call Kroger and be like, do you, do you yeah. sell axes? Maybe like, they don't anymore though. After when this. I had a fireplace, I used to buy the fake, fake, uh, fake, the fake fire logs at Kroger. Yeah. When I had a fireplace. But, but not an axe. Not, an, not a... Like a Home Depot is yeah. what you think. Yeah, right? Yeah. Levi, the roommate, also later admitted that he had overheard Bedore and Jacob talk about killing Amar. But I guess he was like, I didn't think they were serious, you know? I didn't think they were really going to do it. So Jacob Fiker had been charged with murder and conspiracy to commit murder less than a week after Amar's murder. A few days later, Bedul Elyasari, Bedour Elyasari, was also charged with murder and conspiracy to commit murder. And it's conspiracy because you can see ahead of time they were talking to each other about mm-hmm. it. Badura waived her right to a preliminary hearing, but Jacob is pushing forward. Both were due back in court April 4th, so just not that long ago because, you know, we record early. 
but I wasn't able to find an update, so I didn't know if their court date was pushed back or something. I Okay, so one of the things that bothered me in all the articles I kept reading, they kept calling it a camp axe. What's a camp axe? There is no such thing. I was like, are you such city people that you just can't say axe? You have to explain it might be an axe you'd find at a campsite or something. Okay, kept, okay so I did, look up, I did look up axe facts, a couple of axe facts, okay. just a few. The axe is one of the oldest tools used by humans. And the oldest one were called hand axes, and they didn't have handles. Just basically, there's a blunt end, a sharp end, you're holding the blunt end, you're using it to chop. Yeah. Modern axes are made with two parts. The axe head is the metal part that does the actual chopping. And the axe haft, H-A-F-T, is also called the shaft, S-H-A-F-T, or the handle. And then I was, it was looking, there's like battle axes, throwing axes, there are all sorts of different types of axes. Mm-hmm. But there's also felling axes, which cut across the grain, like when you're chopping a tree, how you're cutting across the grain of the tree. Yeah. And then there's also like splitting axes that you use to chop with the grain, when, like when you're doing like cords of wood. And I was so like, they just have different heads to them. Well, I was just like, what's the difference? But it kept saying that they're used to do this. I'm like, so is it the same axe you're just holding it differently? Like, <laughs> No, I bet you like when you're spl- a log splitting axe yeah. would like be fatter and then get skinny. Oh, I see what you're saying. So it you're using gets in and yeah. then it kind of pops it. Oh, maybe. Call. I don't know. Yeah, so and if you're really super interested, there is a Viking Axe Museum in Denmark. That's awesome. I just thought, if we're going to Denmark, Axe Museum. Yeah, we don't have anything in the United States. Um, not, that, not that I saw. I'm not specifically like axes. <laughs> but um, there's like murder museums. As you saw, they were kind of hard to find. Yeah. Yeah. So you've been listening to Michigan Other Mayhem with Allie and Jen. Connect with us at michiganothermayhem.com to join the conversation, listen to the podcast, access show notes, find site links, or correct us when necessary. Rate and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Anchor, and YouTube. Bye-bye now.